Called the Great Communicator for his remarkable oratorical skill, President Ronald Reagan purportedly could sway the public to support him, using television to engage, motivate, and inspire the viewing audience. Decades after the end of his presidency, journalists recall with nostalgia Reagan's mystic ability to connect emotionally with, and thus lead the American people by saying a few simple things passionately. Reagan's alleged public relations prowess has become the standard to which subsequent presidents are compared. The expectation of effective presidential leadership is furthered by contemporary presidents who have marshaled an extensive White House public relations operation to lead the public and news media. A failure of leadership for contemporary presidents, therefore, is often reduced to a failure of communication. Despite this conventional understanding of presidential leadership that pervades Washington, D.C., systematic evidence of effective presidential leadership of the public proves elusive, even for the great communicator. In this book, we are guided by the following puzzle. Why has presidential leadership of the public been unimpressive? Even as the presidency retains substantial institutional tools to lead the public and news media. The importance of this question is illustrated with two examples from both Reagan and Obama, who, despite being perceived as powerful orators by their contemporaries, struggled in their efforts to lead the public. One of President Reagan's top policy priorities concerned relations with Central America. Reagan's public relations strategy centered on convincing the American people that the communist threat in Central America was real and that adequately funding the Nicaraguan Contras, an anti-communist guerrilla force, was the best strategy to confront it. Reagan raised the issue many times with the American people as he sought congressional support to fund the Contras who opposed the communist Sandinista government of Nicaragua. President Reagan spoke on aid to the Contras in 25 speeches in 1985 and 30 speeches in 1986, the peak of his attention to the issue. In addition to mentioning the issue regularly in his public statements, Reagan delivered eight nationally televised addresses on Nicaragua and the Contras during his presidency, with four of these occurring before the disclosure of the Iran-Contra scandal in 1986. Despite the extent to which Reagan spoke publicly about Central America, public opinion did not move toward Reagan's position. According to numerous polls reviewed by George Edwards, support for aid to the Contras ranged between 22 and 42 percent during the period 1985 through March 1988, with opposition always substantially outweighing support. Moreover, the country consistently viewed Reagan's handling of Central America negatively, averaging nearly 61 percent disapproval between 1983 and 1988. Most telling of all, President Reagan considered his public leadership efforts on aid to the Contras a significant failure of his presidency. In his memoirs, the president writes, Time and again I would speak on television, to a joint session of Congress or to other audiences about the problems in Central America. But the polls usually found that large numbers of Americans care little or not at all about what happened in Central America. Reagan believed his policy failed precisely because he was unable to lead the public on the issue. 